Welcome to Stop Overthinking, the podcast for overthinkers, people pleasers, and perfectionists who want to feel calm and confident enough to handle whatever life sends your way. I'm your host, Kristen Odegaard, a women's life and mindset coach, lifelong educator, and recovering perfectionist. Hey friends, welcome back to episode 20 of the Stop Overthinking podcast. As always, I am so glad that you are here. This is going to be another quickie episode. Uh, I know it's summer, we're busy, and sometimes you just need a little something um, to remind you and to get you going on your way. So for today, I'm actually completely changing the topic of what I wanted to talk about based on some of the coaching calls that I just had in the last two days. So I'm going to start this out with an analogy. If you've been listening, you know that I love my analogies. So in this case, imagine that your car is making some sort of noise. And so you notice it. And, you know, it may or may not be a problem, maybe ignore it. Um, and it just keeps going for a little while. And you think, oh, well, maybe if I take a different route to work, then I'm not going to hear the rattle. Okay? And you take this different route to work and, you know, gosh, still hear the rattle. And no big surprise, really, right? And then you think, if I leave at a different time for, you know, whatever appointment I have on a regular basis, then maybe I'm not going to hear the rattle. Or if I don't use the air conditioner, maybe it will go away. Or I'm going to put in, um, you know, higher octane gas, premium gas, because that maybe maybe that will fix it. Okay, and you're listening to this and you're like, well, no, like that has nothing to do with the rattle. And unless you address the actual issue and open up the hood and figure out what it is, doing all these other things that have to do with your car are ineffective to fix the actual problem. Okay, and so... If we apply this to our life, unfortunately, this is what most of us do when fixing emotional kinds of issues. And pretty much all of the problems that we have have an emotional component to them. So we tinker around the edges instead of dealing with the actual problem. And there's always a really good excuse, like I don't have the time. I don't have the money or I don't want to feel with that. I don't want to deal with it is a really big one that we're trying to avoid feeling a certain way. But the reality is if you have had these goals and it's not sticking or habit changes that you're trying to make, or maybe you used to be a whole lot better about exercise, but you can't get back to it. The root issue of all of those is how you are thinking about it. It's not your schedule. It's not that you have other things to do. 
It's not that your you know, partner keeps bringing all of these different foods into the house that you can't stay away from. It's not that your boss is a pain in the butt in creating all sorts of extra work for you. It's how you are thinking about your problem. And this is something that I talk about all the time. But I just want to remind you that the circumstances out there in the world, whatever else is going on, what the other person said, what the other person did, the things that happen to you that you don't like, how you think about those things is determining how you feel and how those two together, your thoughts and feelings, are influencing your actions and how you're showing up in the world. So on one of the calls that I had earlier this week, I was talking with someone and they were just really frustrated because they didn't have enough time in the day to get workouts in and they were feeling um, mad at themselves. They just noticed that, you know, seemed to be carrying, carrying more stress. And they know that generally, you know, some sort of exercise made them feel better. Okay. And there's absolutely science to, you know, having, having some exercise and feeling better. The issue wasn't so much that the exercise wasn't happening. And it isn't even so much about how she's feeling because trying to blame it on your schedule or um, interpret this as you are failing aren't actually the issue. And this is one of the reasons why I also have you hone in so much on your values and your priorities, because oftentimes when your schedule fills up, it is because you have allowed things to take up space truly aren't a priority and push things out of your life that are a priority. And are there times that you are really busy and you can't carve out an extra 30 or 40 minutes? Yes. And then it's your thinking about it being a problem and that I don't have time and you create a problem that doesn't have to be a problem. It's just a fact. I don't have time to do that this week. And then you can tinker around the edges and, you know, create some extra steps or, or do things like that. But oftentimes it's our thoughts that make a problem in the first place. And it's our thoughts that prevent us from solving it. So another call that I went through is um, a person having a really hard time dealing with a parent. And so the issue was, I'm just not going to answer the text. I'm not going to answer the phone, or I'm only going to answer. And, you know, when I have something else going on, so I'd only have to talk for five minutes. And I'm going to have excuses to not show up. And those can be helpful and appropriate boundaries. But along with it is your thinking. And if this is bothering you, then it's your thinking about it being a problem because you can have all of the exact same circumstances going on 
and that you just decide this is my relationship and it's not going to be a problem for me. Okay, It can be hard to switch some of that thinking, I understand, and that's a lot of what we do in, in our coaching calls. But whether or not you answer the phone, whether or not you spend time with the person, though, those kind of things can be just tinkering around the edges because you're not dealing with the actual issue in what is the feeling that you're trying to avoid in dealing with this person. And what happens if I just, you know, it's a feeling. I can experience it. I can be uncomfortable. I don't have to make the situation mean anything. Right. So we so often are looking at the circumstances, looking at other people, looking at situations that we can't control and wanting them to change to fix our feelings. And the problem with that is we can't control any of those things. What we do control are our thoughts and our feelings. And that doesn't mean you're always going to feel good. It does mean that there are going to be times when things are just kind of crappy. There are going to be situations that you don't like. But wanting something else to fix it for you or someone else to change or the situation to be different in order for you to feel better, to feel happier, to feel wanted, to feel important, to feel like you're doing a good job can be nice to have that external validation, but that's like the cherry on top of the Sunday. okay? You get to interpret and think and feel about situations all on your own. And sometimes that's good and sometimes that that's you know a feeling that you don't necessarily like, but it doesn't need to revolve around other people and other things doing differently for you to feel differently. One more example with, with a situation um, that I'm blending a little bit together just to, to give you this example. So um, I have a couple clients that are in the middle of divorces right now. And um, it's there, there's tension, life is changing. There's some big changes. And uh, in this case, they're not completely amicable. So you can have a situation where you have to interact with, with this other person, and it can be really easy to blame them for your frustration, to blame them for making you feel bad. And all you're doing at that point by trying to put this on the other person to avoid them is you're not dealing with your own feelings. Sometimes situations just aren't great. You get to decide how you interpret it. That's going to influence how you're feeling about it. So instead of feeling really crappy when you walk away from this interaction, you have the ability to be like, yep, that was fine. It could have been a whole lot worse. You have the ability to think that that was great. Neither of us were screaming at each other. You have the ability to think our relationship is shifting and I'm getting used to it. 
and the other person doesn't have to change in order for you to feel differently. All right, my friends, like I said, this is short and sweet this week. Um, think about where you are tinkering around the edges, working, trying to deal with a situation or a problem and not actually addressing the root cause. And the root cause is going to be your thinking and your feelings. So if it's something that you're trying to put onto other people, go inward and think about what really is the problem for you? How is this creating your feelings? And is that something you want to hang on to? Or are there things that are also true that might shift the way that you're feeling? And then you take your power back and you can feel differently without depending on external things to change. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Stop Overthinking Podcast with Kristen Odegaard. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone else who would benefit from the message. To learn more about working with me and links to social media and free resources, head over to my website, coachwithkristen.com. That's Kristen spelled K-R-I-S-T-E-N. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. Have a great week.